I've been um, a personal trainer for a few years now. Um, have my certification through NASM. And I also have a couple other group fitness instructing um, certifications. Um, I manage the gym that I currently work at. And um, I always thought that I was doing a really good job, um, kind of teaching people how to lift, teaching people how to eat. Um, but there was always a part that was missing and I didn't realize it until I came here and um, just felt it in my heart. And I knew that I am missing reaching out to other people's hearts and um, caring for other people's souls, really. And um, it's not always about how much you can lift or how much you weigh or how much you eat. It's about um, a more well-rounded, whole and healthy person from the heart to the body. If you feel like you can't make time for this, that means you really need to make time for this. Um, it's, uh, it's not like any other certification. Um, besides getting past the surface level of fitness, this goes deeper and it goes to a heart level. And um, the instructors here are great at teaching and praying and showing you how to pass this on to other people. Not just um, take it in and take it home for yourself, but really spread the message on to others. Hi everyone and welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and we are going to rev the word together. We will be doing a revving the word. It means you're going to move your body and you're going to renew your mind at the same time. This is epic mind-body therapy mind-body training. I really believe it. And thank you for how you have shared your testimonies of how this is doing that for you. Every time you guys leave a review, every time, please consider doing that. It helps other people who maybe were just like you, a slave to the gym or a slave to sugar or just obsessing about it or neglecting about it. You're not really having a well-balanced, healthy relationship with yourself, with others, and primarily with God. It all, we are not interested in religion around here. We wanna get you back in relationship with yourself, with God and others in a healthy way. And it's not gonna be pretty, it's gonna be kinda messy. And you are just the perfect messy person to do this. <laughs> so thanks for being here. You just heard a testimony of why someone said yes to instructor training, if you are even thinking about it. Today marks two weeks, if this, video, this podcast goes live, today marks two weeks before the training starts on Monday, August 20th, if you're gonna be in the Monday class, if you're gonna do the Thursday class, August 23rd. But this marks the perfect time. So if you know you're gonna do it and you've just kind of been like, I'm gonna get around to it, I'm gonna get around to it, please do yourself a favor. Do your stress levels a favor or actually shut them down <laughs> by going today, have your enrollment conversation, get your, get your stuff moving so that you got your books in time and everything in order. It does not mean you cannot, the last day is August 20, 23rd. We just know, um, for those of you that are ready and just kind of been putting it off, we just wanted to, to, to 
make that little announcement and hopefully encourage you. Our enrollment advisors are waiting to talk to you. You guys, it really is, it just tends to be a testimony of people that started uh, considering the things of God when it comes to their well-being. And wellness is bigger than six-pack abs and green juice. Can I get an amen? Wellness, it's like, that's life. That's everything. If it's well with my soul, if it's well on the inside of me, no matter what's going on on the outside of me, I'm ready, I'm here, I'm at peace, I'm strength. I am, I'm going to be not only, I'm gonna not only weather this storm, but I'm going to be a safe house for others. Ooh, come on. And we're gonna study that today. We are going to talk, a, really get honest with ourselves of what we do with God's word. Did you know, you guys, I'm just gonna tell you right now, spoiler alert. God's Word is a miracle. The fact that He wants to talk with us, the fact that He cares for us, the fact that He has spoken and speaks, that's the miracle. But we tend to like go, God, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. Then we'll have well with our soul. And we, we just, we gotta confront that tension and make a choice. I'm gonna choose that your word is a miracle. You care about me. I cannot try to make sense of everything. We just won't. And that's where faith steps in. So we're gonna press in today to John 4 together um, from the Passion Translation. It's one of my favorite transla translations lately, the Passion Translation, I encourage it. It just really focus, it, it's, it's God's word, looking at it in the light of God's passion, God's love for us. and. I need, I, I just know that that's where God's asking me to really understand his nature more in love because I know that I gravitate more towards truth. I like truth, truth keeps me safe. But if, uh, as it says in 1 Corinthians 13, if you have all the truth and knowledge of God, but no love, you're just a clanging symbol. And I refuse <laughs> to be that. So anyone with me, who's with me? You're ready. You're ready to get integrated to yourself, heart, mind, soul, and strength. Okay. Ooh, one more quick announcement. I'm going to get you going and then I'm going to announce it because this one you don't want to miss. All right. So let's, on a scale of one to 10, one being laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, you're not a one. 10 being all out effort. Uh, today, right now, you're about a four or five, just moving your body. We are gonna do over-unders. It means when I say over, it means you're gonna push your body over and sustain over a comfortable place for at least three to four minutes. And when I say under, you get to be wherever you wanna be that's under that threshold. Okay, let's get going in three, two, one, play. Okay. Relax your shoulders. Just pay attention to the tension, right? Don't try to ignore it. Where are you holding your tension? Pay attention. And then right now, you guys, every one of us should be able to rest our lips together and inhale and exhale. You can breathe through the nose. I'm really learning more and more about nostril breathing. And I love that that is how God breathed into us. He didn't breathe into our mouth. It says in Genesis 1 that he breathed into our nostrils. 
And so take a breath of life right now. Capital L, life. Good, that should lift the corners of your mouth a bit. Engage your belly, drop your tailbone. Light feet. Okay, important announcement. You don't wanna miss this. Tomorrow, August 7th, 2018. Um, if you're even thinking of instructor training or you know someone, if you wanna be a good friend, you're gonna come to my Facebook Live at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> We're doing something we've never done before. And somebody is gonna have a good day. You or a friend, and you can come be a friend to someone. It's really important you come. I can't tell you more than that. Now, if you can't make it live, go to Revelation Wellness, Healthy and Whole on Facebook page. You have 48 hours to watch that Facebook Live. On Thursday, we're gonna pick a winner. So you have, you can watch the replay and have some fun with us. That's all I can tell you. It's gonna be fun. 11 a.m. tomorrow, Pacific Standard Time, Facebook Live. Revelation Wellness Healthy and Whole, okay. Now you know, you can't say you didn't know. Winner will be chosen on August 9th. Somebody's gonna win something big. All right, Lord, thank you so much for the gift of life. Thank you for the miracle that is our life the miracle that is creation, the miracle of our bodies, the miracle of breath. God, we're surrounded by so many great, amazing, wonderful things. We're asking that your word, Lord, would cultivate more miracles inside of us, that we wouldn't that we wouldn't forget the power of your spoken word. So come Holy Spirit, teach us. Do what you said you would do. Be the counselor that leads us into wholeness. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you're just gonna continue to keep moving. This song, you have another three and a half minutes. Just get the body happy, but working. Stay under a seven, maybe go to a seven. Remember, lactic threshold. We're gonna go over, under, over, under today. Right now you're under. You could do this for a good amount of time, if you have the time. All right, good, be connected from your feet to your smile. Everything connected. Everything thinking in line with faith, hope, and love. Faith. All right. 
You keep moving, I'm gonna read a story to you. John 4, starting at verse 43. <clears throat> On the third day, Jesus left there. <clears throat> Where's there? I'll just tell you that was Samaria, where he had just loved the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well. On the third day, Jesus left there and walked to the province of Galilee, where he was raised. Now Jesus knew that prophets are honored everywhere they go, except in their own, own hometown. Even so, as Jesus arrived in the province of Galilee, he was welcomed by the people with open arms. Hmm. Many of them had been in Jerusalem during the Passover festival and had witnessed firsthand the miracles he performed. Jesus entered the village of Cana of Galilee where he had transformed water into wine and there was a governmental, a governmental official in Capernaum who had a son who was very sick and dying. When he had heard that Jesus had left Judea and was staying in Cana of Galilee, he decided to make the journey to Cana. When he found Jesus, he begged him, you must come with me to Capernaum and heal my son. So Jesus said to him, you never believe unless you see signs and wonders. But the man continued to plead, you have to come with me to Capernaum before my little boy dies. Then Jesus looked him in the eyes and said, go back home now. I promise you, your son will live and not die. The man believed in his heart the words of Jesus and set off for home. When he was still a distance from Capernaum, his servants met him on the road and told him the good news. Your son is healed. He's alive. Next song, as we transition into it, I need you to go over threshold. It means you're gonna feel a little tug, a little pinch. It doesn't have to be much, you guys. If eight is threshold, you can be an 8.1. <laughs> Come on. Just requires a little gusto, a little gas. Do it from joy. Find your joy. The delight of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. He sees you. He's in love with you. He's fighting for you and the battle belongs to him. Come on. Let me finish at verse 52. Overjoyed, the father asked his servants, when did my son begin to recover? Yesterday, they said, at one in the afternoon. All at once, his fever broke, and now he's well. Then the father realized that it was at that very same hour that Jesus spoke the words to him. 
your son will live and not die. So from that day forward, the man and all his family and servants believed. This was Jesus' second extraordinary miracle in Galilee after coming from Judea. His second extraordinary miracle in his hometown. The first being turning water into wine, you guys. <laughs> I love that that is his first miracle, right? It just sets the tone. This is gonna be a party. This is a celebration. But the real deep work of unbelief, of rooting it out in people's hearts began for Jesus by now. And he had just left Samaria, as I said, where they were having a revival. Come on, Oliver, come on. Over threshold, stay with it. Stay with it, do your best. Don't judge it. And let's put the context. Jesus had just left the town where revival was happening because he met a woman and told her everything about her. He had a conversation with her. He didn't do any miracles, no magic tricks, nothing flashy. He met a woman who was in need. That's why we're blessed when we're cursed. When we're poor in spirit, that's when poverty answers the door for wealth. Come on. Good. Pull back. You can come under now. Oh, you're welcome, Janet Jackson. <laughs> okay. So just pull back. Remember, so he's now coming to his own hometown where he's preparing himself that there's unbelief here. These people, they don't honor me because they know me as Mary and Joseph's son. Just, and they just, they know. They think they know because they know. Isn't that cool? So for any of you, and I'm gonna just be really transparent and honest with you today. And if some of you, potentially this may sound like, oh, well, she's disqualified, but I'm just telling you the truth. You ready? When it comes to my own home, I am, I am the spiritual leader, the spiritual teacher, right? And so for years it rubbed up against my religious, like, well, come on, husband lead, right? And I'd get frustrated, like I'd get mad at God, like why am I still the leader here? But here's what I know, I'm not alone in this. And that's not to say my husband is a believer, it's just, <laughs> Thank God, and you know my long story. He was an atheist for 10 years. So <laughs> we had a battle to fight, and we won. 
his eyes are open, but let's just say he's gifted in things I am not gifted in. I am gifted and called to teach, preach, heal, and write. His call looks very different, but it absolutely supports mine, 120%. I used to not be able to see it, but now I do. So for those of you who feel like, oh, well that's just wrong, I can't follow her anymore, she's not, well, I'm sorry, but I'm waiting on the Lord. And I am content in all things. I get to grow in the Lord. I get to be in His miracle. And whether my husband ever takes a pulpit, he leads me in ways that I can't. So, how about we just deconstruct what we think someone else should be or do? Come on, especially in covenant. God knows what He's doing. Jesus just gets done winning the heart of a Samaritan woman by telling her everything he'd ever done or she'd ever done. He just has a conversation with her, tells her the truth, wrapped in love. She could receive the word. She was waiting. He was the word. All right. And because of her belief, her entire, it says back in, let's see, verse 39. So there were many from the Samaritan village who became believers in Jesus because of the woman's testimony. Not the miracle, the story. He told me everything I did, she said. Then they begged Jesus to stay with them. I love this. That's the miracle. And remember, he's turning to his hometown where he knows, oh man, they're gonna expect me to do some circus tricks for them. <laughs> they just want what I can do. Why don't they want what I say? Want what I say? Under threshold, making it happen here, you guys. Come on. Letting things move through. So on the three days after he'd been in Samaria, Jesus heads home where he was raised. And he knew he's preparing himself. I'm headed where I don't have honor. And you guys, for 10 years when my husband was an atheist, I did not have honor. And I won't go into detail, but it, no honor. If anything, it was how the enemy tried to use the very thing I wanted most, love from a man, especially my husband, to try and destroy me, the family, and this ministry that you are now connected to. 
over. Come on, go. Go over an eight. Your choice, how far over. Come on. So Jesus was preparing himself. Oh, okay. He always knew his audience, amen? We need that, we need a lot more of that. We're so self-obsessed with social media, ourselves, that we cannot lose sight. What do people need? What are they wanting? Thinking beyond ourselves and our discomfort. Knowing your audience. So he arrives in Galilee and he's accepted in open arms. Says he was welcomed by the people with open arms. Why? Because many of them had seen his miracles. Come on. Jesus doesn't avoid the miracles, no. And nor should we. Signs and wonders. They're evidence that God is who he says he is. Hear me. They're not the root. They're not the foundation of who God is. It's like the flower that you see, but it's God's word that God's so loved that he spoke. Good job. Go under. Right? In the beginning, God created. God spoke. God cared. God saw before we could see. God knew before we've known. That's a miracle. That is a cool miracle. But we have to, we have got to get real in this very visual culture we're in now. I mean, I think we're up now. The images that you see every day, the, what you see with your eyes, whew, far trumps what you're hearing with your ears. <laughs> so we're in a losing battle. Feels that way. So we need to fill ourselves with what God has said. What God has said is the miracle blooming, waiting to happen. Keep watering it. Because I fear so many Christians in good intentions are needing another encounter with God, are needing God to do one more thing, 
are needing a physical experience of relief in order to have one in their soul where it starts in our soul starts that's the mustard seed come on these people were going after the bush not knowing that that entire mustard bush started with a seed that's a miracle so because they had seen Jesus's miracles they were very welcoming of him oh. get honest how much of you is wanting God just because he can do something come on how many how much energy do you spend in your prayer life wringing your hands fasting doing all these spiritual disciplines trying to get God to do something come on get honest In the beginning was the Word. <laughs> and the Word took on flesh. <laughs> that means the miracle that was underneath the soil, the Word popped up into the atmosphere of Earth. Put on flesh and said, I'm gonna show you the way. I'm gonna show you the way. I'm going to show you the way. I'm going to talk to you in love about the truth. And because you received that, you'll have life. Not because you got another miracle or another breakthrough. You guys, I am all for breakthrough. Hear me. Hear me. But I need to know that I know storms are coming. I need to know that I can hold this peace and that I can rely on what God has said. Even if it hasn't been proven, if it's not living proof yet, but I can let it prove itself in my soul. You guys, our souls with God's word and his spirit in us becomes a proving ground that God will do it. He's just in time. Remember, he is, we tend to roll the gospel up on us. Like if God really loved me, he'd do this for me. If God really loved me, he would, if then, if then. That's not freedom living. He's called us to say, God is able, period, no matter what. No if, no and, no buts, just God. Just God. You're going over. Begin to push over. 
So in verse 46, Jesus enters his, the village of his hometown where he transformed water into wine. And there was this government official. Government doesn't say he's not of the religious sector. This is government sector. In other words, he, this guy probably likes laws and rules. He likes authority. Feels probably pretty important in Capernaum. But he had a son who was sick. Oh. And all the mama hearts and papa hearts go, oh, I know this. Because when it comes to our children, <laughs> there's no rules, right? There's no rules. You'd do anything. You are tenacious. When it's love, you'll, that's why. How weird are we for trying to figure out God when he's just as passionate about us as his children? He's breaking all the rules concerning you. He is not confined to earthly realm, to the laws of nature. He's not confined to those. <laughs> He'll break all the rules for a son or a daughter, all of them. And if we know, that's what Jesus disrupted, the religious norm. So embrace disruption, people. Embrace it. Over, come on. Come on. So this dad, right? Because in the end, he's just a dad. Take the uniform off. <laughs> Forget the salutes. He doesn't care. He's a dad. And his son is sick. And so he walks 20 miles from Capernaum to Galilee. Where he found Jesus and he begged him, you must come with me to Capernaum and heal my son. There it is again. I love how Jesus honors tenacity. Like, no, you don't, he doesn't, the manners, he's like, forget the manners. Let me see your heart. Let me see your heart. You must come with me. Ah! <laughs> Some of you need to grab him right now and say, you've got to come with me. over threshold it's not comfortable but somehow joy <laughs> makes you resilient good job you have to come with me you must come with me so Jesus said to him this is big Verse 48. Go back under. This is your last song. Working song. And then we have one more to recover. So Jesus said to him, You, really you all, meaning the people of his hometown, You all never believe unless you see signs and wonders. 
you all never believe unless so where are your unlesses God unless you whatever then I can't or then I will whatever unless Verse 49, so Jesus confronts his pride, his unbelief. It's kind of saying, here's the problem. It's not that you have good tenacity. It's not that you will. I see your motives here. I see him. But listen, Jesus is saying, I could go back and do this right now. But you're going to always want me to do this. never believe unless you see <laughs> right and we know the definition of faith certain of what you hope for sure of it I believe in it why because God said you guys this is everything the miracle is in the word <laughs> water the seed the word don't miss it the enemy will try to use what you can see it's like smoke and mirrors you know how magicians they get you look over here they do things with their hands or distract you while they're deceiving you if we're not careful we will do that with the works of God we'll be so focused on what we can see we'll forget what he said The miracle is in what he said. So instead of tending the miracle, the word, watering it, having the word change us, remembering that God is long-suffering, he's patient, he's kind. The battle belongs to the Lord. The joy he has is our strength. That he tells us through Paul, do not focus on the seen. That's so temporal. Look to the unseen. The word in you. The word with you. But the man continued to plead. You have to come with me. So again, this just shows the compassion of Jesus. Even though he told the man what he needs, he still bows to the broken heart of a father. Because he knows, think about this, how much he knows the hurt of his own father in heaven who wants his kids home. That's why he's there. That's why he says, I'm here to do the will of my father, because nothing would please me more than to make him happy. His heart is broken. job so the fact that this father is still hurting Jesus moves into the miracle moment in verse 50 he looked him in the eyes and said go back home now I promise you your son will live and not die 
Now listen to me. The next verse says, and I, I did this whole teaching day just to get you to this sentence, this word. The man believed in his heart the words of Jesus and set off for home. Do you see what happened there? The Lord Jesus planted the exposure of the problem. The man came with his problem. My son, my son is sick, fix him, do whatever you have to do. I'm sure he would say, you can have my title, you can have my money, just you have to do this. That's why we're blessed when we're at the end of our rope. We're blessed. We've never been closer to the kiss of heaven. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. So why do we like not want a storm, right? So I get it. So the guy comes with the problem. Jesus exposes the problem. You only will believe because you want to see it. So the truth got in the man. He had to have heard that, but he still came back with his pain. You have to come. <laughs> and then Jesus, Jesus looked at him and said, go home now. I promise you, your son will live and not die. <clears throat> you guys, in his word are all the hidden promises of the miracles we carry right now. Right now. And so, because Jesus, Jesus just spoke to her, Jesus like, you don't need me to go with you. I'm saying it now. I promise you, your son will live and not die. So he said it, and because the man believed in his heart, there, it happened, transformation happened. Because Jesus too just said, you only will believe if you see, I need you to believe in your heart. The man took the correction, he kept his tenacity, but he took the correction. <laughs> That's huge, everyone. Stay tenacious, stay hungry, but take the reproof, take the correction. And because the man took the correction, he just believed him in his word and the word spoke. Come on. I feel like the Lord is challenging us in a time where we only will see it, believe it if we see it because we're seeing so much now. We're seeing before and after transformation, visual information all the time. You know, and we can even make things look pretty on the outside now. We got technology for that. It's fast. <laughs> and he knows, like, that's all playing a trick on you. I need you to go to the source and the root is my word. If I said it, I will do it. And the man believed in his heart the words of Jesus and set off for home. Oh, more this, God. We want to believe in our heart. Put your seed in our heart. The miracle is in us. Everyone say that. The miracle is in me. The miracle, I already have the miracle. His word, God speaks to me. What a miracle. <laughs> So I'll tell you, I'm gonna end with this. And we find out later that 
the man goes home. Sure enough, his boy was healed at the exact hour that Jesus spoke. The man goes, that was when, that was when he said it. <laughs> so the man gets not just the word, but then, of course, the confirmation of the miracle. And he's like, Amen. And we learn from that day forward, the man, all his family, and his servants believed. <laughs> So, question, do I believe I can lean on and trust the words of Jesus? Do I believe I can trust on it? I can stand on it? I can lean on it? I think that's the real test here. Do we believe it? This has to become so real in us, in spite of what we see outside of us, that when we begin to believe it in us, contend for it, grateful for what is, contending for what is to come. Right? Tenacious. Correctable. <laughs> Hustling, yes. Do works of faith, but faith is at rest. I work from rest, a certainty. Now I have this faith proving itself in works. I'm not proving to keep my faith. My faith proves itself because I'm at rest, because I'm certain that God has said it. So I heard the Lord. So I'm transitioning in my home right now. I got a son getting ready. Last year, high school, senior year, a daughter going in freshman year. I got all kinds of change left and right. There's anxieties high if we're not careful. Amen, everyone? It's just change, it's seasons of change. They're coming for you. The season literally is about to change from summer to fall. Getting another year older, it's change. Loss, gain. How do we maneuver new things? And if I'm not careful, I will expect this miracle to happen right now instead of realizing I already have the miracle in me. No, the word has been spoken. So God told me, Elisa, this is important. Find every verse in the Bible, every verse that I've ever said that supports what you are asking for. So right now I'm contending for my family. Like I said, I, 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 I'm the one with a telescope. And I'm, I'm asking the Lord, I believe he's going to do it. He's going to give my son a telescope. He's giving my daughter a telescope so they can navigate, so they can see, so they can chart a course towards wholeness and then he'll give my husband he's already given him one but that will become more focused more focused come on so that when it comes to my family every verse so I have had a blast doing this and by the way I know I'm going a little long on the on the wrap-up but this is so important to me this is what we thank Google for you can go right now, what is the problem you have? What is the thing that you're like at unease about and needing God to do? Go input Bible verses about my family, Bible verses about job, Bible verses about what I should do, Bible, whatever it is. Boom, boom, boom. And then write them down like the ancients of days, like the scroll used to be. Get your hand out 
and begin your fitness training of your wrist and your grip and begin to write them and you write them and as you're writing them let God stir in you and hold on to them read them over that is the miracle it's already been spoken so God we thank you Lord we thank you that this is what you're getting at that in our hearts we would believe what you have said that in our hearts as nobody can mess with our hearts but the enemy who's against it who tries to steal kill and destroy what you have said because if we believe what you have said we know so it will be <laughs> so Lord you said and we believe in Jesus name Amen Breath of God now breathe.